All right, we'll listen to a little bit more of that later on. That was Stacy Robin and uh, Bluebird. And uh, she actually was an artist I played on my previous show here at KUCI when I had Moms Rock the House. She's wonderful. She's based out of L.A. All right, standing by to join us in the next segment is Elena Stowell. Uh, she's here to talk about her book, Frango and Chicken. Good morning, Elena. Hi, Jean. Hi. I loved your book. I mean, you did it all. You did the illustrations, the story, and tell me how this whole story came about. The Fongo and Chicken story? Yes. Um, well, I, I have to give credit to a friend who brought me to an illustration workshop where I had no interest in illustrating anything, um, <laughs> but went along, and uh, she was working on her own book, and uh, the author illustrator who was doing the workshop showed me, um, showed us a sample of something he'd done. And I was like, gosh, I have a cool story like that in my head. You know, and it was about mm-hmm. my friend Luciano. And that's honestly how it came about. I mean, there's a lot more backstory to how I got associated with Brazil and met Luciano. But the actual Frango and Chicken story came out because of that. And I, this friend just ragged me about it and said, you got to just try to illustrate it. Just just keep going and amazing. Thanks to her, it exists. <laughs> so let me back up. The name of my show is Get the Funk Out. And do you find, because you seem obviously very creative, do you find that uh, having this creative aspect to you helps you through different times in your life? Yeah, absolutely. Um, back in 2007, um, my daughter passed away suddenly. Oh, and so sorry. I was. Thank you. Yeah, I was, um, so I don't want to say I wasn't creative before that, but um, I think when I basically fell off the rails after that, right. um, the, my first book was my memoir that came out of some suggestions from my grief counselor who liked all the stories I would tell her um, about finding jujitsu, and the writing was cathartic. Um, but I also, if you were ask my husband, dive, dove into several whimsies, as he calls them. I was making cement stepping stones, and I was doing mosaic, and Good. I stenciled the walls. And that was how I got back in touch with, I don't know, with surviving. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people hit rock bottom, and they can't find their way out. And I always believe True. that you need this toolkit, these skills, to pull yourself out, and there's no time frame. It's whatever works for you. So I think it's great what you did. Well, thank you. It's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. But it, you know, I mean, that's catastrophic, losing a child. Um, but I feel like once you learn these life skills, it helps you deal with anything else that comes down the road. I would agree. And I think along the way, um, it's hard to put yourself out there, but what I learned through the process and, and through the support of so many friends who actually you know, grabbed me off the couch and helped me get help, um, that if you you keep yourself open to, to doing those things and you share, you find that there's so many other people that share your story and, and you strengthen them. You know, it's, that was the hardest thing for me to believe. I thought, oh, how could I help anybody? I'm just so pathetic myself. Mm-hmm. But really them appreciating you built me up and then you find there's this huge network of people out there that just want you to carry on and and then you find out what that means for you yes 
So there must be tremendous meaning why you meant, met Luciano. I think so. <laughs> yeah. um, my, my first book, my memoir, was, was translated into Portuguese, and I went to Brazil um, to a book fair there called the Bienal do Livro, had, didn't speak a word of Portuguese. This was a, a leap of faith here. Um, and that was the first time that I met him. And I was really struck by Brazil. I worked a lot in the Projeto Social, or that's where I, I visited there with a friend, um, and came back and started a, a nonprofit branch called Give the Gift of the Gi, where I collected donations of jiu-jitsu uniforms. Um, and that's the other side part, how I met him, was I found, or do they say, jiu-jitsu finds you. Um, I found jiu-jitsu in, uh, shortly after Carly died, about a year and a half after. And it's a martial art. And so I was training uh, jiu-jitsu at the time. And when I went to train, that's where I met him. Mm-hmm. Came back the following year, uh, trained with him again, worked with the children, continued that work. Um, and then he was so inspiring, I mean, his, and all the children, but him especially. So here's this guy, double arm amputee, smile on his face, so positive wow. and ridiculous jiu-jitsu athlete, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I know, because he uses his feet. So, you yeah, know, honestly. And his, and his arms are incredibly strong, and, and he's little, right? He's um, a rooster weight, under 125 pounds. Uh, I do not weigh 125 pounds. Let's just go there. Um, and I thought, okay, I'll just go easy on him, right? I'm telling you, <laughs> he got a hold of my uniform and yanked me to the ground, and you know, he's amazing. Did you say? <laughs> did you say rooster weight? Yeah, isn't that funny? That um, is funny. Yeah, there's lots of classes in you know heavyweight, super heavy, medium. But I think it's funny that his nickname is Frongo. Yes. Which means chicken in Portuguese. Okay. You could have called it frango and rooster. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or frango is a rooster. Yeah. So in my own uh, sort of giggle to myself, um, I thought it was funny to, to give his sidekick in the children's book, make the sidekick a chicken because his nickname was chicken. I love um, it. I love it. <laughs> what does he think of the fact that you've created this whole story to honor him? Oh, uh, he just... He, we keep in touch a lot through WhatsApp and everything, and he's just like, thank you, thank you. He calls me his, two things, he calls me his mom far away and Aww. his, uh, my gringa, <laughs> his <Aww>. white mom. <laughs> Super cute, and he is just, he's thrilled. And I'm actually leaving for Brazil tomorrow, so I will oh, you are. see him there. Yes, I am. <laughs> what, brings and, you, what brings you to Brazil? Why are you going? Well, I'm going back uh, with these that I've collected um, to give to the children in the favelas. Mm-hmm. And um, my publisher was generous enough to have Frango and Chicken translated into Portuguese. Fantastic. And I'm having some, I'm having the book printed. I have to pick them up today, actually, um, in paperback, kind of booklet form um, to give away to the kids. Most of the families that I work with in Brazil either don't own a book, can't afford a book, and they're not going to be able to get a hard copy, you know, um, themselves. And right. so uh, I sought out my local Rotary, and I'm the advisor of the Interact Club at my high school and received some donations to help with the printing. And I'm going to bring um, copies of Fongo and Chicken in Portuguese for them. Oh, and I love it. get Luciano and have him 
read to them, and then we'll give away the books. So do you feel inspired to write more? Because I feel like there's going to be more stories like this. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. I have lots of frongo and chicken ideas in my head um, that are hard to get out. I've got some middle school ideas. You should. I mean, it, this it, is fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I always say, uh, you know, because I'm a high school teacher, mm-hmm. um, that sometimes I can sort of, uh, let's just say, sort of, drain your brain, drain your creativity (laughs) during the week. Definitely. So um, I'm trying to carve out some time for myself because I know how positive it is and how good it makes me feel to to work on the illustrations. Yeah. I mean, you're juggling a lot. How often do you practice jiu-jitsu? I try to get in three or four days a week. Um, I actually teach a women's class now on Thursdays. Um, that was thanks to my coach. Who's a, actually, I have to give him a shout-out. He's the most wonderful person, and I, I really do thank him with helping me get get back on track. Yes. He, yeah. I mean, I he's an amazing individual. His name is James Foster, and the support that I got through martial arts and, and through him and the spirituality of Jiu-jitsu, I, I, I can't say enough. I mean, it really. Um, and so, I, yeah, so I train. I, I haven't competed in the mm-hmm. last couple of years, but I did um, compete for a while in some of the bigger tournaments and um, got a civil medal once in Masters Great. World. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but I'm starting to feel my age a little bit more. Um, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can just imagine your, your students. How old are your kids that you teach? I teach high school, so... I can just see it now. Uh, my biology teacher won the silver medal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they think it's pretty cool, you know. And I think so. It was so. really funny when I first started training, and I would show up with these bruises and broken toe or, you know, something like that. In and a sling. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> a sling and a black eye. Right. <laughs> and they're like, scared. No, like, really, like, I love it. Yeah, they're scared. Like, don't, we, don't want, we want to listen to her and respect her. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Watch oh, out. Oh, my gosh. So uh, what advice would you give to people that are writers and, you know, they've gone through something really horrific? I would say, well, first of all, if writing is your thing, um, I I feel like sometimes therapists sort of force it on people. They say, you should journal and you should, you know, but if it it feels right, like I never really journaled, but I made lots of notes and doodles that Mm -hmm. ended up becoming my memoir. And, but I, I think you need to find an outlet and um, the thing I learned about punks, I guess, is that, you know, you number one, you have to honor it. And if you don't honor it, you know, then it's going to own you. And when you honor it, then your way of honoring it might be, you know, I'm going to tell this story. I'm going to tell my story or right. so-and-so's story because it inspires me. Um, I, I feel like every time I get down or I'm like, what am I doing? Like, why am I in Brazil and I don't speak Portuguese? You know, I go through all these wow. things. <laughs> um, well, now I, I've been studying Portuguese, so it's not, I'm not completely illiterate anymore. But, um, you know, I, I think about my daughter and I think about Carly and, mm-hmm. and honoring her and I feel her creative energy and... If you just lean into it, you know, it won't own you, and you'll get control back. And I think that's just so, so powerful. But you have to keep your heart and your mind open to that, you know. Well, and what you just said, I mean, here you went through this awful, you know, nightmare experience. But what you did was you reached out to somebody else in another country and look at their 
the bond and it kind of made mm-hmm. you not forget, but it made you focus on someone else's issues. And here a man is missing arms and mm-hmm. he was burned, right, when he was younger? He was burned as an infant um, and they amputated his arms. So he doesn't really know life without hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and I brought him here to the United States in 2014. Um, I wrote a grant through the Challenge Athlete Foundation and was able to bring him here to train and was you know, life-changing for him to come to the United States. He just does not speak any English. Um, and I admit, I didn't know um, really how he ate. Like, did he use his feet? Or, yeah. He's amazing. He puts his little elbows together um, mm-hmm. and does everything. Didn't drop a single dish. Made his bed tidier than my own children. Amazing. But that's he, all as he's right. never known. That's, you know, he, that's, mm-hmm. this, is his, this is his normal. You know exactly. Yeah. So, where can people find out more about you? Well, I have a website. My name, ElenaStoll dot com, mm-hmm. and that's probably where we also the Carly Stoll Foundation um, has a website and is on Facebook. And uh, Jam and BJJ, which is my D donation program, also has a little Facebook page. In fact, you'll see Luciano's uh, on there. And a lot of the children that I help, there's lots of information there about Jim and DJJ. That sounds like a DJ name. (laughs) (laughs) DJJ? Yeah, you know. What what is it? Jammin' DJJ? Yeah, BJJ for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. And the Carly Soul Foundation that we started in in honor of of my daughter, Mm -hmm. um, all of our programs, we... We try to support kids in sports and music, which is what she did. She was um, a, a brilliant musician and a basketball player. So we thought, well, you can jam in music and you can jam in basketball. So all our programs are called Jam and Something, Jam and Basketball, Jam and Jazz, you know. Love it. And so Jam and Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> all right. And let me spell your name for everybody. It's E-L-E-N-A-S-T-O-W-E-L-L. Correct. Excellent. I want to thank you so much. This has been wonderful. I know we were playing uh, email tag, and we finally connected, so I'm so mm-hmm. grateful that you had a chance to call in. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. Wonderful. And I'll be in touch, and this conversation will be up on the show blog within an hour after I wrap, and the blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Elena, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Janine. Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye-bye. All right, that was Elena Stoll calling in to talk about her book, Frango and Chicken, uh, based on uh, someone she met, Luciano. Uh, All the info, again, is on the show blog. And uh, I am on Twitter, by the way, if you want to follow me. I'm at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. And KUCI is on Twitter at KUCI FM. We'll take a little break, and then I have several more guests calling in. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.